We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Hoosier Huddle Podcast. Uh, We are going to talk about our uh, uniform combination predictions for the season uh, with TJ Inman, who will be joining us shortly. Uh, But right now, uh, there is some news uh, around Hoosier Nation. Uh, Yesterday morning, uh, Thomas Allen, son of uh, defensive coordinator Tom Allen, committed to play uh, at IU. He's a linebacker. Two four seven two star linebacker, uh, but he's a coach's kid. He his tape looks uh, very good and and should be a nice piece uh, in addition to the uh, to the IU football team. Uh, we are on day ninety one of our countdown to kickoff, so uh, don't uh, forget to check back. Uh, Jacob Robinson is our featured player uh, today, a sophomore defensive end should should be able to. Um, to become a major factor on the IU defensive line this year, uh, should be able to secure a starting spot in fall camp. Uh, TJ, welcome to the show. Thanks for jumping on a half hour early today. Uh, how are you? Absolutely no problem. Always really thrilled to talk football with you. And as you mentioned, day 91. So countdown well underway, and it really feels like uh, we're picking up momentum heading towards the season. Uh, not that I'm wishing away summer because I'm loving the weather, but uh, I'm ready ready for some games and ready to start our team previews and all that stuff. So we had the, the Ball State preview up on the site, and um, that was awesome to read through. And I am excited to talk about uh, talk about some uniform stuff today. Yeah, Ball State preview is out. Our FIU preview is out. Uh, next week we're going to have their Wake Forest preview. Uh, and then we'll get into some big uh, Big Ten stuff. Uh, so, TJ, the point of this podcast, we're going to go through game by game uh, what uniform combinations uh, we think IU will have. Uh, there's one caveat. We don't know if there's going to be a new uniform uh, combination that they'll break out during the season like they did with the ice uniforms against Purdue. So it's only uniforms that we have seen – um, I, I think part of the Adidas contract they had was that there's a new something for football every year. Um, so we'll see. But uh, let's get started. We're, we're going to start with the game against FIU. It's on the road. Um, TJ, I think uh, we'll, we'll get your prediction first. Yeah, I think uh, you and I were in agreement on this one. We both thought uh, it would be wise to – go with the all-white unis, uh, so the white pants, white uh, white tops, and then uh, the red script Indiana on the white background, so these are the helmets. Um, 
you know, as you guys are listening, you might just want to Google each of them so you have a good image of it in your head. Um, but the helmets that have the white background with the red stripe down the middle of it uh, and the red script Indiana, I think these helmets are, you know, this concept in general, the script Indiana on the helmet, I think it looks really good, especially with the all-white uh, uniforms, really clean look to go on the road, open up the season with. This game is on national television. It's on ESPNU. Um, so I I think it's, you know, a good idea to have that branding of Indiana on the side of the helmet um, as opposed to, you know, a state flag helmet or something that is not 100% apparent who's playing right when you turn it on. Um, you know, FIU is traditionally and you know, for their primetime home opener against a Big Ten team, maybe they break out something new. But traditionally, they've gone all navy blue at home. So I think the white would really pop against that. Yeah, and and I took a more practical approach to it, TJ. Um, the uniform combination is the same uniform they wore against Wake Forest. Um, but you're playing yeah. in Florida. It's going to be hot, lighter colors. Um, I went, you've got to go all white. Um, you see NFL teams at the beginning of the season at home choose white because of the heat in some places. Mm-hmm. So I went with it. I, I like your branding idea, uh, but I went with it because of two reasons. One, it's going to be hot and humid, uh, and you could take any advantage, whether it's psychological or actually factual, that the heat you know, stays off the white uniform a little bit better. Um, but I, I think your branding idea of the script Indiana it is a real sharp helmet, um, and it will pop against whatever uniforms that FIU wears. Uh, next up, we have uh, the game against Ball State, uh, September 10th. Uh, I believe uh, – I'll start with this one. I think they're going to go red tops, white pants, uh, and you got to break out the state flag helmets for in-state games. Uh, I think we were in agreement on this as well. And it's something that IU's gotten away from with the state flag helmet. They ha- I don't think they've worn it against Purdue, um, and I don't think they they might have worn it the first game against Indiana State a couple of years ago. Uh, yep. But having the state flag, you're you're playing against Ball State, um, and and that, this is what I think the state flag helmet was made for was for these in-state matchups uh, to show your state pride. Um, so, so that's my take on that one. Uh, so, I think we were in agreement on that, TJ. Yeah, I agree. And I, I you know, we're not just going to talk about you know each of the games here. We're also going to talk about kind of our general <laughs> feeling about what we'd like to see Indiana do with the uniforms. They have these combinations. I think it makes sense to go through them and use them in logical places, as opposed to just you know pick your spots here and there and kind of do it in a haphazard way. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll talk about that kind of thing. And like you said, I think that the in-state matchups, the state flag helmets should be featured in those matchups and, and not in other games. Um, I, I think that that is a good way of designating, hey, this is an in-state rivalry game. Um, you know, one, it's a kind of a state pride thing. Two, I think it's just a subtle way to remind people, yeah, we're the, we're the state, state team here. We're the official State University, um, you know, it's not – I mean, Ball State, the joke, of course, Ball is not a state. I mean, obviously that's kind of a lame joke, but, you know, Indiana is the state school. So 
I think it's important to use these helmets for that. Ball State uh, did debut or introduce some uh, pretty sharp-looking flat black helmets, and they've worn all black on the road in the past. Um, I would guess that they would do that. I don't see a reason for them to wear red when you're playing Indiana, but who knows what they'll do. But I think either way, we're we're in agreement on that. Stay flag helmets. Uh, white yeah, pants, red shirts, either way to go. Yeah, I, I although I do I don't think Ball State will go all black on that. If they do, um, it might mess up Indiana's combination of the red on white, uh, and maybe they break out the ice uniforms uh, for white against black. But um, those black Ball State helmets are pretty sharp. Uh, next, uh, we skip to week four. Week three is the open week, um, which I'm very excited for. It's a perfect week for an open week in terms of other games on TV. Um, and and yeah. we'll get to that at another time. Uh, week four is Wake Forest coming to town, uh, second game of a home-and-home. Home. Uh, last year it was the all-white with the red script Indiana on it. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're going to go the reverse. Uh, red red tops, white pants, um, and the red script Indiana, basically what they wore against uh, Western Kentucky last year. Uh, this game will probably be a BTN game. Um so, you know, breaking out a new uniform for BTN is probably not the way you want to do it. But it's something that uh, home fans haven't haven't seen that much. They only wore, I think, uh, those helmets against uh, Western Kentucky and um, at Michigan State. So the home crowd's only seen them once. Uh, and, you know, there's no – you're not on a border state or anything. So I think that, that – uh, uniform combination. You're uh, one-on-one with it uh, right now uh, with that helmet. So I, that that's my prediction for Wake Forest. How about um, how about you, TJ? This is our first difference. I went with the white pants, red top, and then the traditional IU logo red helmet. So just a you know standard IU logo uh, crimson helmet. Um, you know, reasoning for that. Wake goes either all white gold helmet or all black with the flat black helmet. Um, I didn't really have any special reason to pick this, and I wouldn't be opposed to that red script Indiana helmet, which is certainly one of my favorites. But, you know, I just figured, you know, you're probably going to see the traditional uh, IU logo helmet, you know, once or twice in the season. So why not go with it here? You know, I did have a question for you um, on a larger uniform topic as we – look at the red script Indiana helmets and you mentioned being the flip of the white script Indiana helmets. Would you like to see those white background script helmets take that red stripe away and just have the red letters on a all white background? Or do you want to see that red stripe stay? Uh, I I really like the all white helmet uh, that they wore, I think up until 2013 um, with the the red pitchfork, um, that's tough because I I like both of those helmets a lot with the the red stripe and and the all white, um, but yeah that would be an interesting combination the 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 script Indiana red script Indiana on the white helmet I think would really it doesn't make it plain but it makes it a lot cleaner um, and crisper yeah. than having the red stripe there. Uh, where there might be too much going on, but it, it would really pop. I think it'll really pop against the new field, um, and, and all that stuff. Uh, but 
that that's interesting. We'll see if that's one of the helmets, they, uh, new helmets they break out this year. Um, if they do break yeah. out new helmets. Next up, yeah. TJ. I, like I think it. we we're in. Go ahead. Yeah, I I like I like that red stripe. I I, I don't think that that helmet looks bad by any means, but you know it is a it is a very thick red stripe, and I do think just having the the and you say plain, but you know, just having that uh, the white uh, white background by itself with those red letters, um, with you know what we would assume would then be all white to go with it, I, I think it would look really great. But you know, we'll we'll have to see. I'm not complaining about the the script in the helmets though; those are my favorites. So yeah. Um, next up, I think we're in a disagreement here as well. Uh, we got Michigan State coming in. It's a prime time game. Um, yeah. Eight o'clock on BTN. I know you're going with with Chrome, I believe. I'm going to say they're going to go yep. all red with the block eye, um, kind of like they did against Michigan last year. Um, mm-hmm. I I think they go to the Chrome too often, and I know this is a game, a bigger game that they should go to the Chrome. Um, but I like keeping Chrome for homecoming. Uh, it's Chrome coming, uh, so you know. I, I like the traditional the block eye helmet. Uh the helmet they wore against Purdue in two thousand seven uh is probably my favorite uniform combination uh they've had um since I've been watching uh the throwbacks to the to the Rose Bowl team, which maybe they'll bring back in twenty seventeen as it's the I think the fiftieth anniversary, uh if my math is correct. Mm-hmm. Um the fiftieth anniversary of that team. So I think, you know, it's uh, a rivalry game. You got the the spittoon on the line. I I, I really I like that block eye look um, that they had last year against Michigan. I think they go with that again. I'd be fine with that. My my big thing with these chrome helmets is you're right. They go to them too often. I feel like these chrome helmets and the um, the state flag helmets. Excuse me. Those are two helmets that should be kind of special occasion helmets. I, I would like to see those two designated as uh, the state flag helmets for in-state rival games and the chrome helmets designated for primetime games. That's what I would like to see, um, you know, because if you say, well, we want to use the chrome in big games, well, I mean, in a 12-game season, to me, every game, every game, game feels like a very big game, especially – when your margin for error, if you're a playoff team, which Indiana's not, but if you're a college football playoff team, your margin for error is very slim. And if you're a borderline bowl team, which is what Indiana traditionally is, your margin for error is very slim. So every game's a big game. So if you're saying we're going to designate the Chrome for big games, well, how do you do that? You don't. And you end up just kind of wearing them whenever it seems like. Um, So I'd like to see them designated for – something and to me prime time seems like just the easy easiest destination to make um so i i went with all red plus the uh the chrome domes and i i don't disagree with your premise that you could designate them for homecoming then and that'd be fine with me too is if they were just the designated uh homecoming that chrome chrome coming helmet um that'd be fine too i just want to see them get a designation to where you know, oh, it's a night game, they're wearing the chrome. Or, 
Oh, it's homecoming. They're wearing the chrome. Either one would be fine. I just want to see uh, a, a designation be made to where it's, you know, a, a tradition-based uh, helmet. But um, so that that's that was my reasoning for for going with uh, with that against Michigan State. Um, yeah, and I went all red with the chrome. But my bigger point is just. Let's make an official designation for the Chrome, an official designation of in-state games for those state flag helmets, and go from there with the rest of them and kind of fill in the rest of your schedule with the other helmets. But you know, we'll move on to the uh, next game, which is at Ohio State. Um, yeah, you know, I, I went with all white on the road. I, I tend to, to lean towards the all white on the road as opposed to, to mixing and matching the red and white. I don't think that the red and white looks bad, but I I like the all-white on the road uh, against most of IU's opponents. Um, and I went with the uh, red IU logo on the white background with the red stripes. So kind of the, the same general look as the script Indiana, but instead of that script Indiana, they go with the, the large IU logo on the side of the helmet. So that's what I went with. And um, I know you went with the state flag of uh, for this one. So what, what's your line of thinking there? My line of thinking is that the last time they went to Ohio State, these are the helmets that they wore. Uh, actually, the last two times at Ohio State, uh, they wore the state flag helmet. One time it was the red uh, state flag helmet. The next time when Tevin absolutely went off was the white state flag helmet. Uh, so I think they uh, keep with that uh, with that line of thinking, uh, that took over my uh, my line of thinking as well. Uh, it is a border state, um, mm-hmm. which is if you're going to designate things, um, that's acceptable. It's in one of those acceptable yeah. categories. Like, hey, if you're in a border state, if now I know Ohio State's not going to wear their state flag helmet, but if you're playing a team like Illinois um, or something, and they have a state pride thing. Um, I don't know if they do, but if they did uh, have a state pride helmet um, or you're playing Maryland and they have it, but uh, that's not a border state. But those border states, you could start creating rivalries, Indiana, Illinois, uh, Indiana, Ohio, um, Indiana, Michigan, all those things uh, you could. What I'd really like to see, if they ever bring back Kentucky, you could wear the state flag helmets against Kentucky. Uh, Indiana against Kentucky is always awesome. Um, So that was my – uh, line of thinking. Next up, we have homecoming. It's uh, chrome coming. You wear all red chrome helmets. Um, my problem with the chrome helmets, they got to win. They got to start winning in these helmets. Um, yeah. You know, they they look sharp. They they lost the bowl game. They lost Rutgers. Uh, they I think the only times they won with it was Bowling Green in 2013, Illinois in 2013. And I believe they wore them against North Texas uh, in 2014. But other than that, um, you got to start winning with these helmets. Uh, just otherwise, you got to retire them. Um, I, I might be superstitious uh, or something, but to knock off Nebraska in the chrome helmets, that's a win that says, hey, we're going to wear these more often. Um, so what is, your, uh, what is your pick for homecoming? Yeah, I mean, I'll start by saying if they can find a helmet that allows them to win each week, I, you know, I'll pick that helmet every single week. But, you know, I agree with you. It's they do need to start uh, 
we need to start winning some games that they designate to be Chrome games because uh, if if you keep losing those enough, you just get a bad taste in your mouth and end up hating them for no reason other than you constantly losing them and bad memory association and all that psychological stuff. But I went uh, white pants, red jersey, and the traditional black eye helmets. Um, I again, I I understand. I did there. Yeah, I, you know, that, that was my to, when I read your when I read your 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 list. I was like, I I could get into that. It's a very traditional look against Nebraska's traditional look. Uh, yep. So yeah, I I totally get that one. Kind of black guy going against the the traditional Nebraska helmet, of course. The, the in on the side of the helmet, uh, red. And I'm not sure what color official like red color they have. Is it, I don't cardinal red or I don't I don't know exactly what shade of red Nebraska describes themselves as but their red and white uniforms um, we all know what those look like they rarely change and when they do it's hideous and I, I hope they never wear those blacked out monstrosity things again but um, yeah yeah that that's what I went with is kind of the traditional look for homecoming but um I'm fine doing the Chrome for homecoming as well, if that's what you want to use the Chrome as. I like the big theme of what we're getting at is here, be consistent with when you're wearing things, um, as opposed to just wondering each and every week, which is kind of cool, like turning on the TV or, you know, for you showing up to the field, um, you know, or, or getting, yeah, that, I mean, uh, getting the update on Twitter before the game. It's kind of cool to get the update game day or the night before saying, Oh, got the uniforms ready, and you say, oh, okay, that's what they're going with. But I would prefer yeah, well, to just kind of have a logical reasoning for why things are being chosen. Yeah, well, one, if they did that, it would kill our uniform prediction uh, podcast. Uh, but it's also, yeah, you know, I, I might true. be one of the few crazy people who show up like, hey, let's go see warm-ups and see what helmets these guys are wearing. Um like type of people. So maybe that's, uh goes into their thinking, but I liked it when they announced it, they had the little videos uh, beforehand with yeah. the team captains. Hey, this is what we're wearing on Saturday. Beat whoever we're playing. Uh, I, they stopped doing that, but um, I thought that was a cool yeah. little like hype video on, or vine on, on Twitter uh, to do. Um, but next week up, uh, we have North, at Northwestern. Uh, I think at Northwestern, they're going to go white tops, red pants, and the red state flag helmet. Um, it is, again, a border state. I, I think Northwestern's traditional home uniform is purple tops, white pants, and a dark helmet. So maybe IU goes with the white helmet. Um, that, but Northwestern's has had um, some uniform combinations where they have worn the white helmet on a purple uh, top. But I think this is where they break out those red pants and the white top, which I know our um, our fellow writer Nick Holmes loves that uniform combination. So uh, I I picked that this one uh, in his honor um, to do that, and I think Northwestern's a good game to break those out. Yeah, he loves those red pants. Um, you know, Northwestern, I, they could go with a number of things. They've gone with purple. They've gone with uh, white. They've gone with black. Uh, they've got they've got 
some different combinations, but I went with the uh, the helmets that I'm not a big fan of. They're probably my least favorite of the bunch. Um, white helmets, red letters with the big red stripe. Um, I, I don't know. I put them in there because I didn't really think of a logical reason to go with anything particular for Northwestern. Not a team we play very often. Um, but that's, that's what I went with. Uh, yeah, I, I do have a question for you. I don't remember. Did we see the uh, the white state flag helmets last year? Huh. Um, I'm thinking. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember seeing them. If not, then they're certainly due uh, to break those out sometime uh, in 2016. But I I don't remember seeing those. I and think, I I don't think we did. Yeah, I kind of wonder. Purdue, I kind of wonder if it's Purdue's still an option. Ice uniforms. Yeah. Um. I would think so. I think they they went with the the script Indiana, um, starting on those white helmets, and then and then went red on it. There were only five road games last year. Um, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they've only worn one uh, chrome once on the road, and that was a disaster. So I don't think we'll see that again. But um, I hope the state flag, white state flag ones, come back. That that was a good look. You beat Missouri in them. Uh, yeah. You nearly upset Ohio State in them, so that they have some some traction. All right, next up is um, the end of October uh, in Maryland. I think this is the pink game. Um, you know, it's not a high-profile opponent. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's you know, I didn't know where to stick this, but I think they're going to go pink game against Maryland. I know it's late um, by Halloween. But uh, I think that's the game where you go you go pink. It's nothing super flashy, yep. um, but uh, it'll you know it's got to be done. So I think that's that's the pink game against Maryland in Week Nine. Yep, I had gone with the white script Indiana, but I <laughs> after I saw the I did, I'd just forgotten about the pink. After I saw your your prediction, I amend mine to agree with you there. I think that's certainly the most likely landing spot for the, the mandatory paint game, for sure. Yeah, and then we go to uh, go to Rutgers and uh, Rutgers, white I... pants. I had white pants, white jerseys, the red IU logo on the white background. Um, I, it's a combination we've seen quite often on the road before. I know you went with the, uh, the ice look, and I – I had I'd not forgotten about that, but I really had no clue when we were going to see those. But, uh, you know, as I'm going through this list, and as I was trying to make my predictions, I end up realizing I like most of the uniform combinations. And I ended up kind of saying, you know, I, there's going to be some that are left out or not worn, you know, more than once that's really nice, but they just have so many looks now and might get, you know, one or two more from Adidas uh, here and maybe rotate one or two of them out or something. And there's going to be some, some pretty good uniform combinations out there that we're not going to see this season. Yeah, I went with the ice uniforms. Who knows, this could be the game where they break out a, their 2016 new uniforms. But uh, I think the ice uniforms, they wore them against Purdue last year. Um and yeah. when you really look, I, I don't know if it translated on TV as well, but when you really got up close in person, um, the numbers had the state flag in them. Um, 
They were like kind of silvery, um, reflective material numbers. I thought they looked really sharp against the Purdue black. Um, now, I think Rutgers could wear black that game, too. Um, yep. So I think that contrast looked really, really good. Uh, then the next week, week 11, uh, Penn State comes to town. Uh, Penn State's all white, usually on the road. Um, I think IU is uh, going to go with the all red. Uh, script Indiana look. Uh, uh, just a contrast against that white. Um, what did you have? I had uh, the all red with the chrome. I had two chrome games. I had this one and the Michigan State game. Um, you know, I, I really think that this game, it, I, I doubt it's going to be prime time, so I went against my earlier, you know, designation of it. But I do think that this just, Projecting out, this could really be a monumental game on Indiana's schedule. Uh, it's a winnable home game, but certainly not one that you would take for granted at all. Uh, but it's one that if you know if you're able to get it, you're looking at possibly becoming bull eligible uh, in this game. You know, if things go correctly, and then having games against uh, an unlikely one at Michigan, obviously, but then a game against Purdue at home to get seven. Um, but I, that's what I went with, but I think the mandatory is going all red here. Uh, you've got to go all red against Penn State's all white for the, for that contrast. But, uh, at Michigan, um, you know, everybody knows what Michigan's going to wear and it always looks great, but, uh, I went all white, uh, and then the red script Indiana on the white background, um, you know, go with the red helmets to pop against their, their, Amazing blue. Yeah, I went all white as well uh, for the Michigan game. Um, red state, uh, red state flag helmet. It's the one they wore up there in 2013, I believe, in 2014 as well. Um, it just seems like a good combination up there, uh, especially against those yellow and blue helmets, or maize and blue, or whatever they call themselves now. Um, but uh, I, I all white. Uh, it's sharp. It's uh, would look well against their yellow pants, blue tops, um, mm-hmm. and, and we've seen that combination before. And finally, the bucket game. Um, usually, I mean, the last couple of years, it seems like they've broken out these different uniforms. Purdue Purdue has those railroad helmets, uh, which I think look yep. very very good. Um, and against Indiana, I think IU, their home games in the Wilson era besides 2011 have gone with the uh, the, the red stripe white helmets. Um, I think they should – this is a state flag game. This is your in-state rival. Uh, you're playing for the old oak bucket. Got to go state flag. Um, state flag helmet, pitchfork IU on the other side, um, red tops and, and traditional white pants. Um Yep, and I, I just I like that look. Yeah, I'm in line with you there. I think that we uh, general theme that we had was uh, state flag helmets versus those in-state teams is something that uh, should be strongly considered. But you know, this list obviously it's just a fun little thing. Um, good summer topic. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Um, you know, we're going to continue to provide the uh, countdown content. Throwback Thursday stuff uh, today. Um, the Ball State yeah, we look back at a, uh, Go ahead. 
Wake Forest is Wake Forest is coming up next week. We're we look back yep. at a tough game against Penn State today. <laughs> um, we have uh, the countdowns keep keeps going on. Uh, if you have different uniform combinations and want to uh, discuss it, please leave a comment on the board. I, I know we've had a lot of commenters uh, recently, and that's awesome. It, it pumps uh, our writers up. It pumps me up to see the discussion. Uh, don't forget to use our message boards. Uh, we will be better at responding to those. If you want to start a, um, a uniform thread on the message board um, and, and try and compete against our picks, uh, go ahead and, and do that. Otherwise, we're 91 days away. Uh, things are going quickly. Uh, kickoff is set for 730 uh, on September 1st on ESPNU. Um, I will be down there. Hopefully it is not 1,000 degrees and 100% humidity. Uh, and there's no delay. So, TJ, uh, thanks for coming on. It, it's a fun podcast to do these things, talk about uniforms uh, and all that stuff. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the most important thing is, is winning games. But as Deion Sanders said, if uh, you look good, you'll feel good. If you feel good, you'll play good. Uh, and so hopefully yep. IU will look good, feel good, and then play good. Um, you know, so – that's that does it for this podcast, TJ. Thanks for jumping on uh, early today, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day, and and hopefully a nice weekend. Same to you. As always, great talking, and we will uh, continue to try to crank out these good summer podcasts for you guys. Hope you enjoy listening. Have a good week, everybody. All right, that does it for this week's uniform podcast. I uh, remember if you want to uh, play along with our unofficial game. Uh, do uh, comment on on uh, on the podcast page on HoosierHuddle.com. Give us a follow on Twitter at Hoosier underscore uh, Huddle. And uh, we appreciate your um, your readership, your following. Um, and w- football is, is coming right around the corner. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. 
Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.